me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it. Because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. You think of Earth as a singular planet. In fact, it is anything but. But this is a story not of a universe, but a multiverse. Where universes and planets, such as Earth, were replicated and mirrored across a vibrating, infinite plane. Some barely different from the next. Others drastically so. This is DC On Screen. Every week, Dave and Jason talk about the multiverse of DC properties on film and television. But be warned, if it's been officially released, you can expect they'll spoil it. Was that shoot as in we did not get it, or shoot as in let's do this? Uh, have you ever heard me use shoot as a pejorative or an expletive? Um, <laughs> no, but to be fair, at times you do use things. Yeah, in all fairness, I'll in, just pull in something a new way out of, the, out of the woodworks. Yeah. So yeah, it's like you get bored and you surprise me with things. Mm, yeah, that does amuse me to do that. So you're telling me I'm right. I'm telling you, you can start the show, <laughs> because we're recording and ready to go. All right. Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 446. I think this is 446. I believe it's 446. If it's not, I apologize. Um, right. If it's not, so, um, probably not fixing mm-hmm. that in post. Yeah, no, that's not happening. No. It, it, you know, it behooves us to for the audience to see that we're human beings. Of course. Um, That's not clear enough. <laughs> I'm your host, David C. Robertson. <laughs> this is my steadfast and faithful co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. Uh, before we jump into our review of uh, the four-part CW crossover, Crisis on Earth X, I want to remind you guys that you could do us a favor by throwing us a positive review on Facebook or iTunes. The Facebook page has five star written review, or you know, up to five star written reviews, uh, just like iTunes do, uh, does now, and it does go a really long way in helping us get out there. But um, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say up front that uh, this this conversation is probably gonna be like ridiculously positive. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But I would like to get out of the way that. It is super weird how the different hairstylists on the shows can't get the hair right of the other characters. <laughs> I, I I agree. I didn't it's notice like, that except I, I was watching. I was watching it with my wife, or I would not have noticed it. Uh huh. N- no way I would have picked up on that. It's like you know how like uh, like fast food chains will like come out with a thing and to keep the to keep the product 
uh, the same across the board, no matter where you get it. Sure. They have like charts that show you how to do the thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's Hollywood. I know it's like, you know, everyone wants to try to stay artistic or at least pretend that there's <laughs> some sort of big, like artistic thing happening that where we give people the freedom to do the thing. Just please make Barry's hair right. I don't want to see, I don't want to see Opie Taylor hair on Barry for like two episodes. And then all of a sudden he's like, he looks like Rhett from Rhett and Link, you know? I, <laughs> I, I still didn't even notice. Like she pointed out a couple of people. It's like, so uh-huh. weird. I, I really just kind of looked at it and I don't know. I, I, I couldn't register that along with everything else. Yeah. I'm just but like, it, oh, it, that's not how that character looks. It all right. brings up a great point about how maybe we should all, you know, put hats on people more often. I, you know, I truly believe that. I think it's okay. Yeah. I like hats. Like, for, for your purposes, for what you're describing, Snart is ideal. He's either in a cap uh-huh. or he's trimmed. Uh-huh. Like clippered. Yeah. Can't beat it. Yeah. But anyway, the hairstyles, the different hairstyles are uh, a relatively small thing. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll throw it into a couple of negatives later on, but uh, maybe here and there. But um, largely, I, I was very pleased with this crossover. We, so, did, we so, did mention this is going to be really spoilery, right? Oh, well, the opening credits That's of our right. show say that. That's right. Remember, Eli says that. That's true. I it's um, I don't know. I want to. I, I just wanted to talk about it so thoroughly. I guess I should warn people extra. Okay. You have an extra right, warning. Did you? Do you remember the show Greatest American Hero? By the way. No, I I know which Easter egg you're referring to, but I had no idea about any of that. Yeah, the the priest who was marrying Barry and Iris was William Cat, who was the main character, the greatest American hero. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was a fun Easter egg. I did. Oh, that was really cool when I discovered it. Like, oh, cool, they brought another hero. It's, it's still just somebody I didn't know. Here's one I bet you didn't know. Maybe you saw it in news prep or something. But um, Susanna Thompson. Um, Mora. Oliver's, Oliver's mother. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that one. I didn't catch uh, it. You would have had me if I hadn't been so bored at work today that I was looking up, like, every reference I could find. Ah, like, what I miss? Yeah. <laughs> You'd have had I me didn't on that catch one. it initially, no, but I, I saw it po- poking around. Uh, she and, was the voice but, of the uh, the Wave Rider in, on Earth-X. Yeah, the evil Wave Rider. Um, yeah. It, but then I, when I did read that, I, I laughed a little bit thinking, like, the last thing you hear is, like, Oliver just going, shut up! It's, it's uh... Because <laughs> to me, it almost seemed like, Arrow the show, hearing from her again and being like, no, we're done with you. Uh-huh. Oh, speaking of Arrow the show and looking back at people, I feel like I owe you a public apology. Tommy? Tommy. Yep. <laughs> I don't feel like it counts. This is okay, man. I don't... I, 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 I don't... I told you you would never see him on Arrow in a minute, but I didn't necessarily mean... I, I think I might have implied that you wouldn't see him in any capacity. That that actor was and, just going to be off the... Berlantiverse for the time being. but And I can't remember if I had a prediction regarding whether we would see alternate universes or not. I'm pretty sure I probably at some point said we will probably see him at the very least in an alternate reality. Um, but most of my arguments, I know for a fact, I was saying that he would come back uh, in the current timeline because I was very clear that I didn't mean, I wasn't talking about uh, past Tommy because we'd already seen him do that. Um, yeah, yeah, but that was I mean, even, we, like, the Uncanny Valley We saw Tommy was, last year. Yeah, we did see him for just a second. We've seen him here and there, I just, eh, I still felt like I'd somehow missed that one. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we got Superman mustache Tommy last year in the crossover, so. <laughs> yeah. 
I hate that that's going to be our watermark or our reference point I know. for. But. Only because to- only because Uncanny Valley Tommy from from Invasion was just not popular enough to actually become a meme. He's just not. That is true. Yeah. Not even close. <laughs> I'd forgotten it happened until very recently when I went, yeah, oh, no. yeah, Tommy was there, too, wasn't he? Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, trying to trying to destroy Henry Cavill's face has an entirely different reaction set. <laughs> well, I mean, what did they expect? What did Warner Brothers expect? You try to destroy a beautiful man like that, You're the, whole get world, the whole world bucks you. Yeah. Anyway. Didn't go over well. So... I loved the opening sequence here. I uh, I loved how they introduced everything. I don't know if there's a difference, honestly. Um, if you watch the shows individually on the CW app, I watched them. Um, I did not go to like Supergirl and then go. To, I didn't then click over to the uh, to Arrow and then the whatever. I yep. specifically uh, just they had like Crisis on Earth X listed as one of their shows, and I just clicked play and I watched them all in one night. Yeah. I don't know if you get a different one either. I don't even know if they're listed individually yet under the separate shows, right? As of like last night, it was still just listed as Crisis. I never made it past well, that. Well, they they are listed on separately on the other shows. They are good as well. Yeah, they are. They needed to be. I just I, I haven't made that far. Um, but th- that opening sequence with introducing everyone was freaking phenomenal. Oh, and great. I, and I say that even as someone who like had to pause it to catch his be- breath from laughing. <laughs> That apparently the people who make Supergirl, for some reason, believe that when Oliver shoots someone with an arrow, they go <laughs> flying across a room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's one of those where it's like, well, that's that's incredible, but um, I'm going to let it, I'm gonna let it have, fly. And then I'd forgotten the whole we, thing happened about 60 seconds later. And then later, just reminiscing about the episode of myself, laughed again, thinking, that it's not a thing. Yeah. And then a couple of seconds later, we have... Uh, Sarah Lance catching an arrow and just tossing at someone and it like penetrating their breast. I am plate, far you know? more like, inclined to believe that that's a thing. I am not. I'm like, you guys have been playing with Kryptonians for too long. <laughs> if you think that this is a thing. Yeah. It was sort of like, you remember that first big crossover between the Flash and uh, Arrow like from a few years ago? For the most part. When like, it was... Uh, they made a joke. They made. They said something about uh, about Speedy and Arrow. And, and Arrow goes, "No, Roy's out of town or something." And I'm like, "No, in this universe, Speedy is not Roy." <laughs> what? No. What are you doing? <laughs> don't don't no. Anyway, yeah. and it may have just been a joke, but it was still just like a big, a big continuity red flag, like in my face, like no. So anyway, I don't. Know. Uh, I don't know where that one landed that, either. But the you know, catching the arrow, I was. Uh, I'm not saying that. neither one is believable, but I was slightly more inclined to believe that. But it, it, it was again like out of that opening sequence, I I kind of thought, um, okay, well that's all a little weird. But honestly, five minutes yeah. and I'd forgotten the whole thing ever happened. I was moving on and happy. Yeah, uh, yeah, that that's almost that's probably one of my only things. Like I I love the hell out of this entire thing. I loved Barry looking at, looking at himself in the mirror. And then turn around to Ollie, see Ollie come out, and Barry just stops talking and goes, "Damn!" Oh, that like, made. Oh God, yeah, I had to pause. <laughs> I had to pause on that one. <laughs> I have, I have one. I have like the thing that bothered me most isn't close to those two things, and it's still 
Okay. Like when I say it bothered me, I don't mean this is a flaw. I actually think this is uh, a pretty well executed crossover. Like there isn't really anything that I I left thinking, oh, they just didn't wrap that up. That's you know, that's bullshit. It was all a lot of fun and all seemed to pay off for me. And like, uh-huh. well, it was really well interwoven into where the shows are themselves right now. Uh-huh. I thought they got to play with all the themes that they had in the air. Um, there is one thing we're not. I don't feel like we're there yet. I'll bring it up when the time comes. But I have okay. one thing that's just just killed me when I actually saw it. Yeah, and I might, I might, I might have more. I don't, you know, as you remind I'm me of things. Kind of. I mean, I have a nice, cute uh, note note here. Uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll see if you bring it up. I'm kind of curious. Okay. If it stood out. To All me. right. Um. I loved Harry Wells uh, calling Newton and uh, the other the other uh, people hacks. That was you know because uh, Stein was trying had like Newton and and who else? I can't even remember. Uh, probably who Einstein. all he had. I don't remember all the name drops. It wasn't Einstein, but I, I don't remember. Anyway, he had a bunch of like you know old school like science people, scientists, physicists, and stuff. And uh, yeah, Harry called him hacks. Yep, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be honest. I cried when Joe said, Barry Iris, thank you for showing me how to love again. That was a little rough in a good way. That was, that was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and do we both agree about the mysterious young lady that visits Barry? Uh, what do you think? I, I was thinking XS or Dawn. I'm thinking and, Dawn. And, um, you're thinking Dawn? You think it's there? See, she she had a little too much, like you know. It seemed like the, it felt like there was a little too much history there. So I'm thinking it's her, their granddaughter instead of their daughter. Plus, excess was. Flip a coin. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I like, really would. But we we do feel like look, this is an offspring somehow, right? Oh, absolutely. I think it's I think it's probably excess. She was in the Legion of Superheroes, and I, I guess I was going to talk about this later, but uh, I'll talk about it now. Actually, um, no, no. I mean, I forgot about the Legion. Uh, connection you're probably right then i think i might go back your way just because i was thinking she was excess supergirl's supposed to be dealing so heavily with the legion that when i saw her and thought well you're a time traveler i was already thinking about that but i forgot about the Mm -hmm. connection there but you know we've also got saturn girl over on supergirl these are two separate earths which leads me to believe especially when you look at earth x and the fact that they're all they're on the same earth on earth x they might actually do a crisis on multiple earths they might actually merge the Supergirl and Arrow universes. Oh, they definitely could at some point. And then at Legion's, Legion of Superheroes, they would already be connected. And it would be nice to think that the rumors we've heard that they already know what they're doing with Arrow and Flash next season uh-huh. um, has something to do with that. I mean, maybe. I mean, I've heard those rumors, but that was before Kreisberg got canned, so... Well, I, if he's... The stories he's he broke will probably still stick if they're doable. I mean, he had his name smattered all over this thing, and it was distracting. And yeah, you know, good riddance all, good riddance and all. But uh, right. But if the story's already, you know, if they're already working on it, they're not going to just can it just because of him. Yeah, I, I just I wonder how much they're they'll be able to continue on if there's there's some sort of uh, WGA rules that like if they fire him, they can't use his storyline. You know what I mean? I don't know that those work that way. Uh, I have. I wouldn't know. I would put. Uh, I mean, yeah, I would put almost all my eggs in the basket that you're. You are essentially a contract worker, and the output you have is for the company that you were working for at the time. Yeah. I'd, 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 well, maybe I'd be deeply surprised you if know. there was a WJ like. Yeah, I say deeply surprised. At least a little surprised. <laughs> I never know anymore. Right. <laughs> you never know how how surprised you'd be. Really, I'm not surprised by anything anymore. Really. <laughs> 
Definitely. All right, so uh, I you know I don't know where to I don't know where to fall on this part of it. Um, I, I'll admit I rolled my eyes initially when I just realized, oh, Alex and Sarah are going to be in the same same crossover. Please, I don't know what I'm even hoping for, but you know this feels predictable. It feels obvious, but you know what? Sarah is the Captain Kirk of time travelers. Mm-hmm. Um, Which again, makes sense. They seem to have tried to wrap up that version of her story for a minute. Yeah, um, it was a nice little like you know, I guess uh, it, it was kind of fun, and it, it was like Alex's first like one night stand, mm-hmm. and they didn't try to make it to be like it was some sort of like big relationship. It it felt perfectly uh, natural, you know, uh, uh, Sarah being Alex's rebound from Maggie for just a minute, and then feeling terrible about herself. That made all made sense. It made sense for the character. Well, it was and, uh, they, again like wonderfully interwoven, interwoven with the stories they were actually telling. Yeah, and I'll, I'll be damned if 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 Alex slipping out of that bed so wasn't funny. the funniest thing so I have seen funny. on any of these shows all season. Yeah, I just the look on her face, the the sound, every everything about that was, and it's a very cliche scene, the crawling out of bed, and she is now. I don't know what my top three would be, but I know she's in it, and she's competing for the top slot. That's the funniest I've ever laughed at that particular scene. Mm-hmm. The funniest I've ever laughed? The hardest I've ever laughed at that scene. <laughs> I know what you meant, oddly, and didn't <laughs> pick it up. I think I just replaced funniest with hardest. Um. <laughs> but I, I went from... I had like a, a, a whole story arc with them myself, where like I saw them on screen together and went, oh, no. Yeah. That was just my, my gut reaction. Um, and, and, and then there's... Then they're suddenly making out, and I thought, all right, well, I guess. Because I thought they would, I just, I did, I thought it would be boring. But instead, it's like hilarious out-of-bed scene, followed by, yeah. uh, I mean, the reaction when they meet again later, and like, Sarah's like, you all right? Thought you kind of hurt your butt when you fell out of bed, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, and they, I feel like they telegraphed that. Like, they kept showing her just soundly asleep, and I'm like, oh no, she heard all of that. I, I mean, This is Sarah yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, it's Sarah we're talking about. But, um... It's just that they, like when they when she calls her out on that and she's so flippant about like what we're just it's a it's a one night thing we're not calm down just calm down girl like when they when that was the tack they were taking with it I suddenly was like okay no this could work and then when I actually uh-huh. saw them fighting back to back uh I, um completely on board all of a sudden I don't I again I didn't want this to be like a cross universe relationship here but uh yeah but I knew it was going to at least work I- for the crossover. Well, okay. I when I first saw them together, I was I went ugh, and then I went to laughing, mm-hmm. and straight to like with them fighting uh, together. Mm-hmm. I was like, they should get married. <laughs> Wasn't it those two that had the shot where they like split their uh, split the head of their edge of their skirt so they could kick again? Uh huh. Yeah, I love. I was I, great. I loved it. But they did do such a good job of like Sarah's storyline this season was supposed to be we're gonna give her a romantic interest. We're not going to have her Captain Kirking, uh-huh. as you said. And then, like, they needed to get, like, Alex needed to, to get further away from Maggie. So they put her in this terrible situation. Sarah has some talks with her. And because of the, like, even though, even a one night stand has a level of intimacy to it where you feel like you can, you know, feel like you, it feels like you could say things to a person, I guess. Um, sure. And in this case, it's just enough for them to open up and, like, progress each other's story arc. And God, I wish, I, like, I hope they stick with it. Great job if they yeah. do. Yep. I, um, Kind of don't need those characters to ever hang out again, but if they do, I, I'm going to be happy with it. Probably, yeah. it's probably going to be interesting. Um, I loved Rory in this episode or in this crossover. 
Um, Altogether wonderful. I loved when he told uh, Caitlin, didn't I kidnap you once? (laughs) 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 I mean, they were like, uh, bride's side or groom's side? He's like, considering I've tried to kill the groom a few times, I should probably sit on the bride's (laughs) side. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, as usual with him, a ton of funny lines, but I, I think I died saving pigs. I'm going to be sick. Yeah, that was fantastic. was maybe my favorite moment. And everything about Citizen Cold interacting with him was just... Do you know how happy I was when Cold tells Ray I'm going to hang around here for a while? I, I like, did a Arsenio yeah. Hall like, in the air thing with my hand, whatever that whoop thing is. I didn't actually whoop. The dog pound. Yeah, whatever that the dog pound, man. cheering whoop, gesture whoop, is. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah. 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 God, we're old. Yeah. Some people just like... All right. Anyone listening to this, there's like an age gap where you either do or don't know what the hell I was just talking about. Yeah, that's that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, cried when Supergirl was singing, all I want to do is come running home to you. That was awesome. That was great. That was really great. Um, I actually, th- there's a note here, and we've already discussed it to some degree, but I wrote, damn, Tommy Dunn killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Now that one was telegraphed. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, sure. I, I would have loved to have seen more of, like, his relationship with Oliver and Earth-X. Um, I mean, this is just, like, I almost just wanted, wanted to see a crossover leading up to the crossover, you know? Like a miniseries. Just a little flashback <laughs> scene somewhere. Maybe an anthology, Tales from Earth-X. I gotta admit, though, they couldn't they couldn't really show, you know, uh, was he still called Prometheus in X? I think yeah. he was. Yeah. Um, they really couldn't show the Fuhrer and Prometheus hanging out, because you'd have been like, Wait, they're too familiar. Is that and the real villain? Mm-hmm. The reveal wouldn't have worked as well. Yeah, I see their point, but I understand. I understand you could have used a little, a little back. It's, it's real hard for Oliver to watch him die yet again. Yeah. Speaking of people dying, mm-hmm. I actually have a note here that says Jax is really pulling the "you're my dad" crap, and then in all caps I wrote, "Let Gray go home." <laughs> <laughs> now was that before or after? That was it, way before. It, this is like, most of my notes come from the first episode, yeah. honestly. No, in the end, Jax did definitely let him go home. Ugh. Yeah, right? <sighs> I was bummed out by that, because I was sort of like, kill Jax and let Grey go home. This is like, it should be, it should have been like a, you know, it was all, you know, beautifully done and everything, mm-hmm. but, uh... I kind of felt like that it should have been like, we almost think, we think Martin's about to die. We're, we think they're really going to do it. And then Jack sacrifices himself, you know, that sort of thing. Like, kind of. I somehow. mean, it, it physically wouldn't have worked the way they had it set up because, uh-huh. I mean, that Stein would have just died after him. But, oh, not the way they had it set up, but if they yeah, had, you done had to something change a little different, you'd have had to change a little bit. Yeah, but, um, I, I, watching this, I'd already seen it, and then my wife wanted to watch it, and I ended up, like, I watched the first half with her. Finished right. the second half myself, and then came back, and she wanted to watch the second half, so I sat down and watched it with her again. And mm-hmm. we got to the scene where he gets shot, she went, no! And was, like, mad. <laughs> like, legitimately mad about it. And then, just like, does he die? I was like, I mean, he's shot. You want me to, what do you want me to say? She, she finally, like, the scene happens, and, you know, she sobs a little bit, and then, like, he actually, it's clear that he's, you know, for real's dead. And um, uh-huh. there's a commercial break, and she just got up and was like, I don't like this anymore. I don't. What? What? He he, he was already he was already going home. Just let him go home. It's like, mm, sorry, babe. Yeah. Show's got to have stakes. 
I don't know why it never has before. I don't know, but uh, that's the thing I really dug about it. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you were you following may, yeah. the news enough to know that, like, Stein didn't want to be there, blah, 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 blah. It was, yeah. it was we, we knew it was coming, and then we, they'd been hinting at the fact that somebody was going the whole time, and yeah, to see them actually kill somebody and throw the dirt uh, on his grave. I was like, well, that's just, we just, uh, that's, it's just good for my morale as a show watcher that every, oh my God, I'm going to die scene might actually mean something. Yeah, they killed, you know, back in season one, they killed Hawkman and my sense of hope that this was going to be a good show. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that was a low blow. It was. And don't use a reincarnate as the, (laughs) well, we killed him. We brought him back for two episodes and a flashback. And then we, you know. Yeah, wasn't even good enough to get a recasting. Mm -mm. (laughs) Yeah. He were just Hashtag not my... Hashtag not my hawk man. Not your Carter. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> but no, I you know I I felt like this. I see that's why I, we knew that he was going home, or we knew that he was leaving the show, which is why I didn't feel like it was stakes that he was going to die. Like that's why it should have been Jax. You wouldn't no, expect just, him it, to go. Yeah, but I don't need to not expect it. As much as we cover this stuff, I've gotten used to the idea that I'm not going to have very many surprises in my life. So for me, it was just more important that they killed someone. <laughs> right. I mean, I really was just watching thinking, well, by the end of this, someone has to be dead or I'm going to feel cheated. I don't care. Bit, yeah. I don't care who slakes my thirst. One of you got to go. You're a sick man. Yeah. I'm right in a it few ways. Jax. I'm right in a few ways. Hashtag should have been Jax. No. <laughs> I don't, I'm not really sure what they're going to do with him now, but we'll see. Oh, I don't know. I guess he'll still just be magically figuring out how to work alien technology that he has no business knowing how to run. I've just come to terms with that. I've just mm. come to terms with the fact that it's apparently he was a solid mechanic and was just being heavily underemployed. So I don't see a choice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, loved Ollie. Quick reminder, super speed. I don't have it. <laughs> Fantastic. But after he awkwardly pulls up in his in his bike, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the scene does kind of crawl to a halt while he just... <laughs> <laughs> I love Supergirl. Why do you have a kryptonite arrow, Ollie, in case an evil you ever showed up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love how um, like, naively the... offended she is by that. I uh, know. Oh, man, I love that Thawne said that he fought Superman in the future. Mm-hmm. Oh. And at least there was oh. a name drop to Hecklin Superman. I, I didn't expect to actually yeah. see him, but it was good to at least mention why they wouldn't be worried he was there at least it made him feel present yeah i still wanted i uh i, I wanted manhunter in this crossover mm. i wanted heckle and superman in this crossover you were close to getting everything i was close maybe next year but i i wrote this <laughs> i wrote this note at least the earth x wave rider knows to cloak when it enter, enters atmo yes <laughs> i just assume that it's common knowledge in this universe that there's a giant ship that comes and goes, and, you know, we know there are aliens, and that seems to be one of the ships on our side, so let's just not worry about it. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know how many how many press releases, you know, Cat Grant has done about, you know, I know there are aliens, but hope, 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 hope. Mm-hmm. Just an accepted part of the universe. Oh, speaking of those, uh, I did like the little dig about, you know, she's fighting a Dominator. Supergirl's fighting a Dominator uh-huh. with opening credits, like, so last year. Yeah. That oh, was fun. It was fun. It was fun. Um... I love Cisco. I I just love a good pop culture reference in a time of crisis. Mm-hmm. That was that was fantastic. Uh, did thing. you get a little? Did you get a little? I don't know. I don't want to say weepy, but 
uh, verklempt, I guess mm-hmm. would be the word, uh, appropriately. Uh, when they uh, tried to make Earth-X Felicity, they brought Earth-X Felicity in for Oliver to kill mm-hmm. because she was a Jew. Yeah, that was rough. That was messed up. It was mostly her performance. Like, those children were starving, and she was just kind of like, uh, it was it was rough to watch her just quiver like that. Yeah, that was real, real, real rough. But you got to love uh, Rickard's range, because you watch her quiver like that to the point where, I'd, um, you know, you kind of want to, like, jump through the screen and take a bullet for her. And then mm-hmm. later, she comes up against the, you know, evil Oliver and gives him this wonderful speech about, uh, you know, you'll have to go through me and... You know, you should probably get off our Earth while you still can and everything. And you just kind of like, what does he say? Like, hmm. you know, his final words go, those weren't too bad. Like, there's a real moment of respect. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. There's some strength in you. I like it. He's still going to kill her. but Right. But yeah, she took over the screen there. Good range. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so I was really happy with... Like okay, for like two or three episodes of this, I'm going. Where the hell? Are, where the hell are the Legends of Tomorrow? Where's the Adam? Right. Where's Nate? Right. But then like when they're about to like stab uh, Supergirl, and they're like, "Oh, I'm trying. I don't understand." And then like we realize the Adam is holding that knife up. I was just like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I think I just kind of laughed and went, "Yes, <laughs> yes." Oh, by the way, um, after a wonderfully creepy couple of lines from uh, Kavanaugh about how like his favorite song or his favorite sound is the the knife through the actual bone, and all that stuff. Like, oh, that is like the the fear on Melissa Benoist's face. I felt like was real. Like I don't like being strapped to a table with this man over me right now. Yeah, Ugh. it's good. By the way, Eobard, I don't know how the hell he's even there. I thought we dealt with him last last season in, I, <laughs> in Legends. You know, I did too, but I wish I remember who to um, attribute this to. But someone pointed out that, um, I mean, Eobard is off in the wind again, but in all fairness, in the comics, that's kind of how he rolls. Like, he, he just comes and goes, and you never know in his lifetime where this incident lies. Mm-hmm. Or I guess in this, you know, or, or what face he'll be wearing, like... It's it's pretty true to the character that you just kind of never know when he's going to pop up and, you know, really mess up your day. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I mean, you know, I wasn't hung up on it or anything. It was just one of those things where I was just like, uh, all I right. I wasn't hung well. up either. I just thought that guy made a nice point, whoever that was. Yeah. Um, hell yes on Adam riding the T-Sphere. That was amazing. Wonderful. Absolutely. I somewhat felt like the crossover pretty adequately pointed out just how little they adequately use the Adam on Legends of Tomorrow. Because he showed up in part four and kind of destroyed everything in his path? Uh-huh. Yeah. Also, in Bigoting. And he's... In Bigoting? Yeah, we haven't seen that in a long time. <laughs> that was nice. He just looks so pleased with himself when he's saying it. It also embiggens. Uh-huh. All right, so um I got I got a little I got a little choked up when uh when Stein was actually biting the bullet there and Oh yeah. And uh Jack and Jax was uh there fake was, crying over him. There was some and you know what? Sobbing. Like when I watched it the first time, I just I wanted to feel something for that scene so much that I actually imagined tears. And I don't my fiance think it was that. Called me. I have a an I was talking, theory, but go ahead. My fiance was like, dude, Jax couldn't even like get a tear out. And I was like, no, no, I saw tears. There were tears. And then I told you about that and you went back and looked and you were like, yeah, there weren't any tears. There weren't. (laughs) And I I look back and kind of looked at it with, uh, and here's my point. I don't know if you 
misremembered it or if you were a little bit teary and couldn't tell. Because looking back, I think that may have been what happened. was like I was a little choked up too, so I was just like, I didn't even notice that detail. It was a little blurry. But then when mm-hmm. I went back and, and watched it with uh, the emotions out of the way, I was like, oh, yeah. No, his ears are, you know, like, his, like, his eyes get a little wet, but he never actually does, like, there's nothing really rolling down the face. Like, there's one moment, kind of, but it's it's weird. But I went back and looked at Stein, too, because now I was looking at it, and I was like, well, just, you just get, like, one tear out of Stein. Like, maybe. And just barely. Yeah. It just apparently was not a scene where we were going to be very weepy. Altogether, Brown and Rath apparently cried more than anyone else in the episode. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what's his face? Drame, he man, he got he mustered a little bit of the Joey, but that's all he got. He got a little bit of the Joey, apparently. But they um, <laughs> a little Joey. They forgot to mint all everyone's <laughs> eyes before they got that performance, and we're like, eh, we're not going to beat that. <laughs> oh, it was still it was distracting once it was mentioned, but it was still like the scene still hit me. I, I didn't really, and even watching back, I was like, eh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I did like ultimately though that Stein's death did have uh, pretty much have stakes for the entirety of the of the whole CWDC universe. Like everybody got to go home because of him, so that was cool. Um, Even Barry getting to mention thanks for bringing her home to me or me home. Yeah, to her we didn't. Yeah, it wasn't like a uh, a completely uh, meaningless death or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, we we knew that they couldn't you know actually clean up Earth X because they're doing that animated series. Uh, the Ray. The Ray and the Freedom Fighters or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Can I stop to mention that I'm completely a fan of the Ray now? Yeah. I really like that actor. Always have. Like, uh-huh. from the first time I saw that guy on Being Human, I thought, oh my god, this guy can do whatever I need him to do. Like, he's, he's just... He's... I remember him from Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, I remember him there, too. But um, by then, I was, I was like, oh, the werewolf's on Doctor Who. This is great. Um, I just... He's, he always impressed me. So I was really happy when he got cast, and then I saw him here and thought, well, that worked out just fine. Yeah. And I, I th- he's got to have one of the uh, it just great, like, uh, accurate, good-looking costume. It just He he was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Him and Barry flying around, stopping red tornadoes. It was wonderful. Yeah, that red, I enjoyed seeing red tornado, but I, damn it, I eventually want a red tornado that's actually a good guy that makes sense, and, you know? <laughs> I, I have a secret wish that you're going to get that. It's just going to be over in Teen Titans. Oh, you think so? I don't I really. If, I don't I really Titans, think so. But I really hope that Titans is in universe here. Yeah, we'll see about that. So does uh, uh, Manu Bennett, but yeah, he does. I don't blame him. Yeah, I mean, how much do you want to see? Like in a couple of years' time, you see like a Nightwing version of this Brandon Thwaites kid, because <laughs> they've put out the they put out the pictures of him being Robin. You know, mm-hmm. how much do you want to see like you know him as Nightwing? And then you hear like that voice, you fancy new Dodge kid, you know? Right. You're like, ah! <laughs> I want to see that. It would be nice. I want to see Manu Bennett do that. I- <laughs> that would be <laughs> Make it happen, Berlanti. Do not disappoint us. All right, so... Uh, not that he doesn't have five other shows he's piloting right now. I know. Uh, I don't. I don't know what else to say. It was. A, it was a lot of fun. I. Uh, I think they could have gotten a little more into some Nazi atrocities. I was a little sad that uh, Guardian died off as quick as he did. Um, the, the only disappointing thing about Guardian was, like, it was really nice to see him. He he dies, but it was a great death. Um, the only thing I was actually disappointed by was I. I kind of wish, and this is just. It would have been nice, but I'm not hating on it. Like Wynn, who by the way is a complete badass in Earth X. Um, how much would it have been fun if he had mentioned, like, you know, this is my 
my earth, uh, my people, my best friend died last week, you know, that kind of thing. My best friend just died for this earth, and you're going to tell me not to... That kind of thing. Like, it would have made a lot of sense to me if Wynn and James were still best friends on this earth. They're still on the same side, I mean... Yeah, absolutely. I loved Wynn in this episode. He was this, great. In this crossover. He was amazing. Like, we, we sh- he got... Uh, he was there for a second, and then they went to commercial, and uh, Christian just looked at me and went, so, damn. <laughs> right? Yeah. He did. He did a great job. I wouldn't have thought to uh, cast him. I, I didn't know if you could cast him as somebody with, like, a real bravado and backbone, but that's I'd put it on his resume, man. Yeah, he's got it. He's got it. And it, it points out, like, how nice it is that you can do, with crossovers like this, like, setting yourself up with a crisis universe where you have all these takes oh uh-huh. you can have so much fun just playing with like well what if we went over here and when was a badass or what if we went over here and like lance was actually kind of like uh british finally but actually <laughs> i liked his take as i don't know what, what would he be a, i don't know i don't know what to call uh, ranks in <laughs> in the reich but yeah high enough that he reports he to the top yeah he'd be at the nuremberg trials if we did him again what else was there oh um supergirl getting to basically do the closest we've gotten to uh, All-Star Superman was nice. Oh, yeah. That was interesting. I liked them. Yeah, flew too close to the sun thing. Yeah, I liked them kind of pulling that pulling that out of the weeds to, to use it here. Absolutely. That was that was really kind of interesting and cool. And, you know, I guess a cautionary tale. Like, where a right. can be like, okay, so don't do that. Right. I'm going to go back home and tell Cal. Right. Cal, don't fly too close to the sun. Why? What happens? Bad things. Bad things. Bad things, Cal. We turn into a bomb that destroys the planet we were trying to save. Oh, I mean, you could, <laughs> it could be a great scene later where like some, you know, spaceships gotten too close out there and they're like, Supergirl, can you save him? And she's like, no, I really can't. Yeah. They could have fun with that later if they felt like it. Yeah. I'll be honest though. You know, uh, one of my disappointments is that we didn't see more of Wally. We, you know, he, Barry sent him home to hang out with, uh, Joe and what's her face. Yeah. Cecile. Right. Um, couldn't remember her name. Yeah. Uh, I think you're gonna we get didn't see Jesse. Plenty of them coming up. No, no Jesse, but she's got a whole Earth to run or to I guard. So I, I like that they gave her that explanation. Now, anytime she's missing, I'm like, well, you explained it. Yeah, sure. Um, Kate, do you want to? Uh, should I get to the thing that bothered me? That yeah, did I not bring it up? You did. Go ahead. You did. Um, really funny scene, but I. I, the whole time I'm watching, it was it was hard to get really emotionally invested in the dual marriage at the end. Oh, okay. Because the whole time I keep thinking, like, can y'all take a step and, and like take a moment and just like step six feet away from where Diggle puked everywhere? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Bethany was like, okay, so they just totally stole their thunder. They just totally stole Iris and Barry's thunder, and uh, this like even interrupted them, yeah, so that they could get married too. Oh yeah. And uh, she's like, I mean, you know, I'd be really, I'd be really pissed off. That's my big day. And I'm like, I understand. Yeah, but, but if, if Iris, they'd done that in the they're chapel, they're better than us. Yeah, <laughs> if they'd done that in the chapel, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but like out in the park, that was a that was more of a whim. That's hardly like stealing their thunder. That's more like stealing a light rumble. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you don't even have Joe sitting there watching you. No, it's, uh, there was. It's just sad. I mean, they wouldn't have even had uh, someone to. Someone ordained if it hadn't occurred to Oliver that, like, well, we know somebody. Yeah. Oh, and I did like you go back to Diggle and he's still doing his, like, physical therapy on the arm. Uh huh. That was fun. That was a nice touch. Um, yeah. Yeah. What did you, what did you think of, uh, Felicity and, uh, 
And Oliver getting married anyway. Fine. Let's do this. Yeah, I was I was really good with it. Yeah. I mean, it's I been teased not, for forever. I'm not a shipper. I don't really ship them. No, I've never cared one way or the anyone. other. Yeah. I mean, Most of the time. I don't know how many. There's probably been a few times where I'm like, oh, those kids need to get together. But I don't remember it being the case here. Like, for me, it's yeah. always been about where are you going with the story? Because they, yeah. they just throw breadcrumbs at you every now and then. And eventually, it has to amount to something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, finally did. If anything, the weird part is, like, they're going to go back to their storyline next week, and it's going to be like, all right, well, this is wonderful newlywed stuff. Let's see if we can get you mm-hmm. not indicted. Right. Ooh, she can't testify against him. I just thought about that. Oh. That might come in handy. That was awesome. Although. Cool. Oh, uh, something else that, when I, I was thinking about his identity while uh, watching it the second time around, and I wondered, like, the evil Oliver just kind of walks around with his hoodie off a lot and doesn't have a domino mask. So I wondered if there'd be footage later from the FBI lady over on Arrow saying like, all right, an evil Arrow shows up. It's clearly uh-huh. you. And you're telling me that this is not related. And Oliver's like, for all I know, it was this guy the whole time. I don't know. Yeah. How do you know? <laughs> he was probably just, you know, uh, scoping the place out. Right. I don't know. Do you have anything else? I don't think I have anything else. I think I'm good. Like it feels like I'm gonna miss something because it was like a four hour movie. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. Like I was pretty good with it. It was a lot of fun. Um, I'll the, say that I've said this before. Big say it again. Were fantastic. Yeah, I'm a little. I'm a little spent on the Nazis. On Nazis being the big bad of anything ever because they have been for well since World War Two. Yeah. Um, I I got to admit though, I was super bummed when they said it was gonna be. Earth X and Nazis. Uh-huh. I have, I'm on record saying, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be fun, but come on, Nazis. Well, in all fairness, they did, the Nazis weren't really the bad guys. I mean, they were, obviously, right. but it was this trio of Eobard and Overgirl and the Fuhrer. So uh-huh. those were the real baddies. And it, it at least allowed us to like cut through a bunch of backstory for the villains. It's like, you just yeah. showed me Nazis. Well, okay, well, they're bad. So we can move on from there. Yeah. What's funny, someone was like, what happened to Barry Allen of this timeline? I'm like, uh, my guess is there was no particle accelerator and no particle accelerator explosion. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of origins, um, Dave and I were discussing this before we started, and we cannot figure out how the Ray got where he got. Yeah, I don't remember what that was, like how, how he got from Earth 1 to Earth X, like, initially. No idea there. I just don't remember. If they said it. I don't either. I, I I watched it twice, and I just didn't pick up on that if it happened. I, don't, I really don't know. So, uh, please let me know, if you know. Yeah. Tell us the thing. God, I'm so excited we get Snart for just a little bit longer. Oh, me too. Me too. I'm super happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to send him back with hopefully the same explanation. I love Cisco's little like, well, it's a very complicated two-part process. First to open the portal, and then you walk through it. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Oh, man. God. So, we're going to be coming back. We're going to have another episode where it's going to be a little uh, news slash discussion episode that we're going to have um, tomorrow. And uh, I believe we're going to put a, our Thor Ragnarok review on the end of that. So, after the credits. Because, like, we promised it and we didn't so have time. Then we yeah. honestly probably forgot for about two weeks there. And then now we have I didn't time forget. Again. I forgot one time. Oh, one time? Okay. I <laughs> forgot for at least two But we were busy. We couldn't have done it anyway. Yeah, it was... Yeah. All right, and... Uh, we need to make more notes, I think, is the 
Right. <laughs> Next week, we're going to be coming back and we'll have an episode, a review, a recap and review of the for the mid-season, uh, all the mid-season shows. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll just talk about how we feel about the seasons going, uh, how they're gone so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, so busy a f- couple of weeks for, for DC on screen and DC on screen listeners, unless you want to ignore those episodes, in which case I guess more power to you. And, uh, you know, just don't tell me cause it makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Spare us. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, you can, uh, you can catch up with us on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, we're on iTunes and all that. You can go give us reviews if you, if you like, if you want to do us that favor and, and make us happy. Until next time, guys, keep some DC on your screen. Our opening narration was from Dan Jurgens' The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC 52, Week 4. It was performed by me, David Z. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Future Elevators, can be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Eli Ophelders of Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud and can be found on iTunes and Stitcher. We're a proud member of the Giant Size Team-Up Network, giantsizeteamup.com. DC On Screen is a maladjusted production. Visit maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy and improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and more. Geico presents Motorcycle Word of the Day. Today's word is gremlin. Is a gremlin an unknown and persistent mechanical issue? Or is it something large that gets caught in your teeth when you ride with your mouth open? As in... Man, I gotta stop singing 80s power ballads when I ride. Ugh, keep getting gremlins in my teeth. See? Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.